With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back to more to it. The show that takes a deep dive to the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Y'all hearing my voice already? We start with headline news and journey to deeper conversations, always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Wally, that dude. Um, I'm somewhere, y'all, but I'm here for you, and I'm here with you guys. So pumped for today's show. Uh, I think it's going to be amazing because we're going to ride the roller coaster of emotions, man. We got a lot to talk about today, but we always start off with what's up with that dude. Well, I can't lie to you guys. I had an emotional night. Let me take you through it. All right, it all started when I was coaching my basketball team, watching little man and his boys out there getting it. Um, It's just hilarious to watch little kids learn something new, like actually to be the teacher because we're used to in our roles dropping the kids off and then letting the teacher teach. But when you're a coach, You get a lot of that in your dose of the day. So I'm out there coaching, blowing a whistle, telling what to do, miss layups, basically. I always tell them to make them, but they miss a lot of them. But they're learning the game, right? And they're learning how, what I say, turn on their engines. I only care about these kids learning the fundamentals and developing. I tell the kids, fundamentals is exactly how it sounds. Have fun with the mentals. That means train your brain. Think about what you're doing. Have fun doing it. And it all starts with you turning your engine on. Well, the only thing that gets coach a little off base is when someone doesn't turn their engine on. What does that mean? You don't run as hard as you can. What does that mean? You're not trying your hardest simply. I don't care if you make shots. You're going to miss more than you make, especially at seven. But I need you to have that engine on because I know with that foundation of work habits, great things are to come. Well, yesterday, I noticed a couple kids not having their engine on, including, drums please, 
my son MJ and it caught me. I was like, okay, so now I'm caught in the middle y'all because I am his coach, but that is my son. I am his dad. So you got to make sure in those moments not to bleed the two, right? So I stayed in coach mode as much as I could, but then he gets hurt. He got poked in the eye. He also got hit in the chin playing a little bit of a lazy defense. So he was just leaning on the guy instead of moving. The guy just went up for a shot, hit him in the chin. And I'm sitting there like, I've heard a thousand coaches say, I can't protect you from injury. But going 100% is the best protection from injury. So I repeated that mantra, etc. Long story short, we get home. My son's not listening to me. So now it's compounded. It's going from him not trying as hard as he can and what we're committed to, to him now. I told him to keep the TV on and let's go upstairs. He literally heard me hit the off button and then had his own reasoning for doing it. Then I was like, look. I tell my kids all the time, I'm never going to yell at you, but I will be strict to reinforce the rules. So I had to be strict. And when I'm strict, I just uh, increase the bass. And it's not pleasant for a little kid to hear the thunder from his dad, who's his hero. And I want to talk about the emotional guilt that comes to a parent when they actually got a discipline. So that's what I went through last night. Long story short, he was just looking at me like, man, daddy, I hate when you're strict. And I was like, I hate being strict. I went to bed and guess what I did? About three in the morning, I got up and went to his bed. I was just like, I love you, little boy. I'm a softy, baby. It is. But I know how y'all parents feel when you got to discipline your kid. But hey, what they say, spare the rod, spoil the child. All right, let's get into the story right now, man. Amazing story. Another emotional story where the Dodgers re-signed Andrew Toes, okay? So they reportedly signed him to their team on a, check out the dollar amount, zero dollar contract so that he could continue to receive his much needed health insurance and mental health services. All right, so y'all know about this. This story happened 2018 when the team said he was dealing with personal matters and was out indefinitely. Well, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, and was found in trouble with the law later for trespassing. And that's when his family finally caught up with him as well. So that happened in 2020 when the police report revealed how he was looking for a black bag and that mugshot actually alerted everybody to not only where he was, but his mental state, right? So despite this sounding like a feel-good story, go Dodgers, yay, you signed the former player so he could continue with his health services. Smart people have pushed back saying, what kind of league, what kind of sports league is this where if you're not playing and the guy's retired, he's not taking care of in the coverage to the degree necessary. Now, let's talk through that real quick, because I know a lot of people didn't catch that. Everyone just got wrapped up in the feel-good story. Well, I know this for a fact in the NFL, once you retire, you go through your workers' compensation case. And the craziest thing about it, because I'm not here to slight the NFL, because the NFL has done more for me than I've done for the NFL. It was an issue, though. Every single injury that you have when you play, will now get disputed, despite that they have actual team medical records stating the same injury. Did y'all hear what I said? 
Basically, you now have to go through arbitration, mediation, or even to a judge and explain an injury that was already documented when you played. Why? Because now we're into this money grab tug of war. They're trying to hold on to their assets and resources. And obviously you're trying to get appropriately taken care of for the time served and the issues caused. It's crazy. So everyone is like, oh man, if we had universal health care, it'd be better. Let me warn you, my wife is from Canada. And the thing that perturbs her the most, and she's a nurse anesthetist, so she's in the medical world. Thing that disturbs her the most is in Canada, as much as it sounds amazing that they all have health care, they also have waiting lists. I have seen family members who had to wait six months for MRI because it's based on like severity, right? And then when you have a logjam at the top of severity, guess what happens? It all goes downhill. You'll be sitting there with a major injury in the US and you can just walk in and get handled versus up there. They'll call you when they have room. Think about it, guys. So there's no perfect fix, but this story was a feel-good story because at least they're reaching out their hand. But as I saw in this story as well, they should not have not be in that position in the first place. About to do something that I know is going to be fun. Boy, them comments going to be lit up on this one because we're going to dive into the NBA. But now... Our tour guys aren't going to be the general managers. It's not going to be the media. It's going to be the anonymous player. And usually when you hear anonymous, you're like, ah, oh, who's a scary dude that's going to say too much, right? Typically you think that. And I understand why you have to do it, even though I gag every time I hear of an anonymous poll. You have to do it because these guys got to protect their jobs, got to protect their reputations, right? So the security of it is, hey, Say what you want, I'll protect your identity. I think we all get that. But usually what comes from this is actually better intel than when someone has to put their name to the story, correct? It's kind of like when you see situations with documentaries. You ever watch a documentary and it's a documentary from the family, from the estate, and you're like, you watching this, you're like, dog, they ain't talk about everything in this because they want to make sure they prop up the name. But when it's one of those documentaries that no one supported in the family, oh, you about to hear it all, even some stuff that may not be true. So let's dive into this. There are 16 questions, so I'm going to have fun with this. We're going to do this daily, right, through the playoffs. Let's do like four a day just to kind of piece this out, take a bite on it, and see what this looks like. All right, the first question was, who's the MVP? All right, I see six names here, and in sixth place, which means you get a participation trophy, if that, is Luka Doncic, right? All right, Luka, whatever. You had a good season. It hasn't materialized as expected last year, Western Conference Finals this year, still a baller. Get Kyrie, and somehow, some way, it doesn't add up to W's like it should have. All right, fifth place, this is a surprise. SGA, Shea Gilgis Alexander. You're talking about already a beast and blossoming right before our eyes. I went and saw him about a month ago. He played against his former team, the Clippers. And man, his skill set, we already knew. It was funny when they had to trade him away. There was regret in the moment, but they did it. And now he's gone. And boy, 
Is he a monster? We got in fourth place. You still get no award. Jason Tatum, who we all know is special to the fullest. Jason Tatum might be winning the most right now in life in terms of the NBA. You got to think about it because everybody you're going to say is probably older or probably married. I'm talking about Jason Tatum just like, yo, hang out with him after the games. He's the most desired dude to hang with after the game. Just seemed like he got it all together. Now let's get to the top three. Actually, a medal in bronze medal. Giannis, I thought to go po 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 po. I'm never gonna do that last name correctly. Uh, Giannis got third place, 15% of the vote actually. So we know how this is playing out. It was always a two-headed monster, right? Two-person race between Jokic and Embiid. Well, who got silver? Jokic, the MVP of the league, according to the players is Joel Embiid. Now, why did some of the guys vote for Joel Embiid? I heard some of the guys go on record and say, hey, he plays defense. You got to give it to the guy because he's on both ends of the court. Also heard some guys say, look, I mean, we're going to give it to somebody three times in a row? Is he that damn good? Now, I don't fully feel that argument, but at the same time, I do have respect for that argument because you got to look at it like, is someone else deserving? Not that Jokic is better than Embiid, but they're tied. So the tie should go to the new guy. It seems like that's the general consensus, at least from the players as well. All right, let's get into another one. Who's the best defender? Ah, all right. Let's just go to the top five. All right, we got Bam Bam Adebayo. Okay, we see him down in Miami. We ain't gonna spend too much time on him. Number four, Marcus Smart. Mmm, interesting, because he's known for that, right? That's how he makes his money, his bread and butter. Fourth is not bad, but it seems like we've seen him higher. Three, little surprise for y'all who not diving deep into it. Brooke Lopez out there beasting. Got a lot of people on their heels, okay? Number two, number three, I should say, is other. So they got too many guys in there. And they were just like, forget it. We're going to just call y'all others. That's messed up, right? Like we on a, a, a census report. <laughs> what are you, black? Was it non-Hispanic, immigrant, white, other? <laughs> it's like everybody else is other. So we're going to just give that the third place. Number two, we got L. Dort, right? LeGuinz Dort. Uh. Huh? Okay, so who's number one? We're going to leave that alone. Who's number one? Drew down. Drew Holiday is number one. Got his props. Y'all want to hear some of the quotes? Some of the guys said, literally, when you see him on the court, run the other way. Other guys said, oh, man, he has the best hands in the league, bar none. The guy is a beast. You do not want to deal with him. And it's crazy because Drew Holiday went to school right down the street from where I am. Why does that matter to me? Well, that must be some fertile ground to create a beast in basketball. I don't know. Whenever MJ decides to turn his engine back on again, <laughs> and whenever he wants to listen to daddy again, <laughs> maybe my son could go to Drew Holiday's high school. It's actually on our list already. We love that school, even before I knew that Drew Holiday actually went there. So amazing. I talked so long, and I had so much fun with that. We only got two out, which means... Damn it, this whole NBA playoffs, we may have to come back to this every single day. But I ain't mad at it because it's fun to hear how the game looks from the player's eyes instead of everyone on the outside.
About to talk about your favorite players. Favorite player. It has to be Deion Sanders. I would think universally of all the greats, if they were to have that anonymous poll for the NFL players, the greats, the Hall of Famers, who's their favorite player? I think I will put my money on Deion Sanders. I know a lot of them will want to vote, oh, in the purest form. Oh, no, it's Dick Buck, it's Jim Brown, even though they never saw him play live or even on YouTube. But it would probably be for the ones that I know that's going to keep it 100, 1,000, Deion Sanders. Why? Because Deion Sanders flipped what the Migos said. He didn't walk it like he talked it. He talked it like he walked it. And he came in first. We knew how good he was, but he let us know with his words that these actions shall follow. And I think that's why his brand is so tremendous. It's translated so well to the coaching ranks. Because coaches try to have a brand by just personality, right? But what happens when you bring that personality like a Deion Sanders, and what that production looks like on the field. It's kind of hard for Nick Saban to say, yeah, look at how I did it. (laughs) He can just say, look at how I say it. Deion can say both. So now this story comes out, which was almost inevitable, really. Like this year, the 2023 Colorado Buffaloes, right? Ralphie and all them going out there. The stadium, well, first of all, let me ride that thing again, boy, get out there. Ralphie has sold out the stadium, man, 50,000 strong, all sold out in Boulder. You got to have a salute and respect to the energy that's back in this program. It's been 27 years since they have sold out that stadium. Now, what was happening in Colorado 27 plus years ago? Oh, they were going to bowl games. When I was growing up, Colorado was a destination. It was a place to be, man. You talk about Hagen at quarterback, the enemy at running back, etc. They had dudes. And then it just fell off, right? Well, now it is falling right back to where his greatness used to be. And you talk about that energy of a program. Let's talk about how it all has gone down, how it's all transpired. Obviously, from Jackson State, Deion Sanders comes in. And Deion is the king of fun, no nonsense. Like, he's the king of that smile, but boy, is there a foundation of seriousness and commitment to everything he does. He's the king of no-nonsense fun. And I know Dion personally, thankfully, man, because it's crazy. You grow up, who doesn't look at and look up to Dion in terms of football, right? But he shoots me a ton of messages and love and support. So a lot of times he takes these shots, but I know the man privately to actually be a man of actions, not just words. So that's not just persona. That's not just brand. Because there's been a many of things Dion just hits me up saying, you all good. Not all of the things that Dion does is for the camera or for notoriety. Just giving you guys that two cents. So Dion gets there. And immediately when he gets there, he looks in the room. And I got to borrow some of this from Dion, the coach as well. He looks in the room and he's like, look. Competition is healthy. 
Competition is natural. And all y'all ain't going to be able to compete with the program that I have in store. And you think about that and you're like, dog, that's your hello speech? That's your welcome to Colorado speech? Basically, he's saying buckle up or ship out because we are coming. This is talking to a team that was 1-11 last year. So a 1-11 team needs a wake-up call. And that wake-up call has to be loud and clear. You know, that annoying alarm, waking up both of y'all instead of just you who needs to get up. Everybody got to wake up in the house when this alarm goes off. And think about this. This is a 1-11 team getting smacked in the face with expectations. Not rebuilding, retooling, okay, revitalizing, all them re-re's like they Rihanna. No, it's about we're about to do this straight up from hell low. And then to actually not only energize the program, but its fan base to the point where they have sold that stadium out. Those people have invested in the hope of the future because those are the same people who watch this team win only one game last year. Sold out stadium after a one win season? That's hard to do. But Deion Sanders has once again done the impossible. Let's talk about what else occurred. He set the tone. He set the expectations. And then those kids were listening. Took all the jersey numbers away from the guys. Said, look, you're going to earn what you keep. You're going to only eat what you kill. Get, you had to go out there and get it. On top of that, he said that transfer portal, oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's a friend of y'all's if y'all not ready for what I'm bringing here. And boy, do I love that because coaching as I do at this level, I have to battle so many parents in terms of expectations and so many kids in terms of the learning process of what sports really mean. And I always tell the kids and their parents, this is not P.E., you do not get credit just for showing up. So just coming out there and saying, hey, this is so cool and fun. I like football. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to run hard. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to draw in the dirt and talk about Legos. That's not sports. And you got to get those habits early because it's harder to learn later. Because one, you're going against a better player who already potentially has those greater habits. Dion knew all of that and pushed all of that into this program. I am so pumped to see what a one-win team can do this year. Where y'all think they're going to land? Some people safely are saying seven wins, still the Pac-12. And I'm like, nah. To me, this feels like one of those nine and three minimum seasons. Now, they do open up the season with, what, TCU? So there's one of them. <laughs> one of those losses. Let me stop. But the point being... I think Dion got something here, man. It's funny, all the hits that he takes just shows how great he is because, man, the dude is taking a program step by step to the heavens or at least to the mountains of Colorado. About to talk about a story that has layers to it. Man, I don't think any team is dealing with more thought bubbles than the San Francisco 49ers right now trying to figure out what to do in this draft what to do this offseason, and most importantly, what to do at the most important position at quarterback. Because there's conversation around Trey Lance, trade talk rumors around Trey Lance. Reportedly, the 49ers are getting those trade calls about Trey Lance. Why? 
because every team out there that has a need at quarterback is sitting there looking at the 49ers like, oh, y'all might have an abundance of resources at the most important position, right? Now, this got complicated, obviously, with Brock Purdy getting hurt in the NFC Championship game, and then you realize, uh uh-oh, that UCL injury, is he going to come back as expected? So the 49ers, if he didn't get hurt in that game, win or lose, Brock Purdy was going to be the starter this year. But because they lost and he got hurt, uh uh-oh, you got to just be prudent in this situation. You got to cover your own ass. You got to be smart. So you got to have an insurance policy. Now that's Trey Lance. People like, Trey Lance is the insurance policy? Yeah, that is crazy costly insurance. Why? Y'all remember what they did to get the number three overall pick in Trey Lance? They had to give up to the Dolphins the 12th overall pick, a third round pick, and first rounders in 2022 and 2023. It's like three firsts and a third, y'all, basically. They gave up a load to get Trey Lance. And who has Trey Lance been? A guy who in two years has thrown, what, 102 passes for the 49ers? And seems like he needs that breath of fresh air, as they always see. Say, basically, that means we've kind of grown a little sour on you or a lot sweeter on somebody else, Brock Purdy. But the only thing that's keeping them in limbo is... Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy threw him a curveball by saying this, quote, he's not really sure, honestly, if he'll play in 2023. (laughs) What? Hadn't heard that report until I did a deep dive into this one. So, with a timetable of him supposed to come back right around training camp and be ready for this season, here's a guy who knows he has some security now. Went from Mr. Oh my God, irrelevant to now I got some form of security to now should I play if I'm not perfect? Can't put bad film out there because you can't explain the bad film to whoever's evaluating them. So Brock Purdy is probably getting some sage advice like, dog, if you are not perfect, do not rush back. Do not interrupt this momentum. Because you didn't play a ton, but you played enough where you have people believing in you. Do not go out there and mess that up because if you mess it up, nobody want to hear about your damn elbow. So that's the conundrum that they are in right now. And it's crazy because Trey Lance finds himself in this position because I'm going to talk about the business and the politics of this move right here. A couple years ago, man, they were so pumped on Trey Lance. They were like, even with Jimmy G, who's off injured, but did take him to a Super Bowl, ah, we good, right? And then Trey Lance comes in, gets hurt in these two years. All of a sudden, we had to go back to Jimmy G. We went to Brock Purdy. And now Trey Lance finds himself on the outside, basically looking in. Him and who? Drums? Sam Darnold. And those guys right now are the two quarterbacks getting the most reps, the first team reps for the 49ers. And guess what those reps are? Empty calories, empty reps. Why? Sam Darnold is not going to play for this team. He's not going to start. He'll come in in case of injury. And Trey Lance, they really want you gone. But at the same time, they're only holding on to you to see what Brock Purdy is doing. 
So all this time right now is truly a waste, if you're being real, if the 49ers get their way for Trey Lance. Trey Lance could be on another team, learning that playbook, learning that system, getting those quality reps. But instead, he's just there as a placeholder to see how Brock Purdy faces this situation. Isn't that crazy? Like, you went from being the man they gave a king's ransom to, to now the dude, they like, just keep the seat warm until we figure out Brock Purdy. In two years, he started, what, four games? And that's the decision that's been made. It's crazy. What's crazier is how the 49ers have escaped a lot of criticism with this and not another team in a similar situation, the New York Jets with Zach Wilson. Why? Because Zach Wilson has played more than Trey Lance. So now we look at the Zach Wilson situation and everybody got jokes. Everybody clowned the Jets organization for what they did. But they ain't even give up as much as these 49ers did to get Trey Lance. But they take the brunt of the criticism. While the 49ers, maybe because they went to a Super Bowl before Trey Lance, I don't know why, maybe because they're more likable than the Jets, but somehow, some way, we're not watching them fumble this situation. The situation went from going to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, committed to Jimmy G in that long-term extension, to him always hurt, strike one. Then, okay, we're going to give up everything to go get Trey Lance. He's hurt, and he doesn't play, and let's be real, didn't show us that much. Strike two, then we're going to go get Mr. Irrelevant, which means we didn't really think that much of him, but hey, he's the last pick of the draft. Let's grab him. He turns out to show us something. Now we're holding our breath for him while he's injured. That could be strike three. But I don't hear anybody yelling strike when they say the 49ers. They're kind of like just holding their breath with the 49ers in high hopes that everything will work out. Why? Because they do have a Super Bowl roster. Why? Because we do believe in their potential. But why aren't we giving them the same hell we're giving other teams like the Jets or even other teams who are in better situations than them? It's kind of weird, right? So I'm just going to watch this all play out because my forecast is Trey Lance will be gone. My forecast is Brock Purdy will miraculously or somehow, some way, find himself on that football field to continue with this positive momentum. And then let's see this 49ers roll. Because I ain't going to lie, when Brock Purdy was in there, that team looked special. That team looked silly. But right now, in this offseason, with all these thought bubbles and decisions to make, I think the 49ers organization looks a little silly. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every show with a Wiley-ism. Ooh, I had a little Big Luther in there. Little Big Luther. All right. Don't take the final exam the first day of school. I remember when this one hit me and I was like, yes, this matters. The first day of school is not the time to sit there and take that final exam. Why? Because that is officially paralysis by analysis. How many times have you wanted to do something? You started something and immediately you start torturing yourself with all these questions that you don't have the answers to, which makes you stop before you even start. Guilty. Guilty, Your Honor. Like, you're trying to figure out the fourth quarter last play when the ball is just getting kicked off in the first quarter. 
You know there's something to the inertia, to the positive momentum of discovery. Like once you start to go, that ball snowballs and it gains information. It gains associations. It gains resources. That little idea you have gets this big by you actually just moving it down the line, moving it down the road. So it's funny, a lot of times we have these ideas and we're like, if we don't have it figured out, then where do we go? Well, all you need is the next step and make sure that's solid foundation and there will be discovery in that next step where we'll give you more opportunity to go forward. So you don't have to know it all in the beginning. Just get started, y'all. Just get it started. Oh, Hammer, let's get it started. Remember Hammer used to go, stop, stop. So I gotta give y'all my Hammer story, then I'm out. Hammer, during a concert, this, hey, I am no celebrity, but every now and then I get recognized. Hammer, during a concert, this is MC Hammer, y'all, in LA. He's doing a concert, and then he goes into the crowd, because you know him, he got to pump it up, pump it up, too big MC, baby, now he doing all that, right? He literally walked in front of my seat, and I'm just fan man, I'm losing my mind. And Hammer, on the mic, gives me the love, the hug, and shouts me out right during this concert, in between getting it started. Oh, oh Marcel Wally, oh. I was like, I need the video. Somebody was there at that concert, please show me the video. I don't have the video. That's gonna do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all, all the information on our topics today. Today, wanna keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to it. Production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcellus Wiley. That's me, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. I'm Marcellus Wiley, and thanks for listening. Thanks for all the reviews, the subscriptions, the ratings, and hope y'all pump to join the membership program on YouTube. Become a That Dude's Dude or That Dude's Diva. Keep them coming. There's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.